The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. It's time for another Cooking Minute. Yes, we're talking turkey with Tony Bruno. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Chef Tony. And today, we'll pick out that perfect wine for your Thanksgiving feast. This is a 96 Merlot. Ah, beautiful. Now the 87... Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Even Cabernet. That's a little flinty. Here's a 92 white Zinfandel. Excuse me. For more of Tony's great recipes, call his cooking hotline, 877-99-ON-FOX. Make sure to specify recipe number two. Next time, I'll show you how to... This is the Tony Bruno Show. It was a cold November night on Wednesday, November 7th. The elections are over. The erections resume. And America is a better, safer place for us all. Live on the Tony Bruno Show from Moonshine, Philadelphia. You just say erections or elections? No, both. <laughs> Whatever one you prefer. Most people prefer erections to elections. But the elections are over. Let this, let the, uh, the good thing about the elections finally being over the midterms is that now we can just focus on the 2020 presidential election in two years and the 72,000 people who will now be running for the next two years and continuing all the nonsense that we have to deal with. But hey... That's the way the world works. I need to figure out how to make money off of these people running for elections. Just do what Beto O'Rourke did and uh, get $70 million to lose. I'd love to have somebody send me $70 million. Then I would lose at something, and then I could claim that I won something when I lost it. I don't understand how that works. I thought losing isn't winning. When you lose, you lose. It's not winning. That's not how it works. Exactly. That's not how any of this works. Anyway, I heard he went back to to calling himself Robert instead of Beto, because the Beto thing didn't work, because he's not even partially Latino. But hey, whatever works, well, unfortunately, it didn't work. No, I thought he was. I thought there was somebody on it. that's not it. His name is Robert Francis O'Rourke. His name is not Beto. But anyway, I don't care. And and, and I'm not, again, I only have two political updates, so I'm not going to do a political show because I'm tired of politics. Thank God. Thank but God. I have two important political stories tonight that you may not have heard anywhere else. With all the networks going crazy about stuff, I've got two stories that will tell you just where we are in this country when it comes to elections. 
And again, it's not partisan, it's just two actual facts, not opinions, on what really happened in the midterm elections. In the meantime, we got football action, Luigi. Are you ready for another weekend? I'm pumped, bro. It starts Thursday night, of course, with your Pittsburgh Steelers and the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panther. Panther, two teams playing better now. All of a sudden, this Thursday night game, after some turkeys, looks like it's going to be one that a lot of people will be watching. Very meaningful game. Panthers, have, Panthers are undefeated at home. Norvell Turner matriculating that offense. And all of a sudden, Carolina looks like a, a playoff team again. Cam Newton's starting to look, Cam Newton's looking like uh, MVP Newton, not Fig Newton. Exactly. So we'll talk about, of course, the Eagles. It is Dallas week. And we haven't smashed any Dallas pumpkins. There's enough smashed pumpkins all over the streets after Halloween. As you were saying, Billy Corgan stopped down the street. Yeah, I, I drove home uh, yesterday, and there's all these smashed pumpkins in the middle of the street. I said, oh, Billy Corgan was around. Now, you have to be a Smashing Pumpkins fan to get that. But that's what happens in South Philadelphia. And, of course, that broken pumpkin will be sitting there until the next election. Actually, they don't even clean the streets anymore. Back in the day, oh, you always knew election was coming because the city would send out and clean the streets... See, you, you, you don't remember, Rob. That was the 70s. That's the last time the city actually cleaned the streets in this town. <laughs> no, they did. They, they cleaned it for the DNC. Oh, that's right. That was Broad Street. Yes. Because that was the, De the Democratic National. We did a live show from Passionate Avenue Correct. that week. Now, they might have cleaned the entire city before. Now they only it's clean. It's impossible to clean because. Broad Street and maybe two streets in. Right. And it's impossible to clean the streets because. You would need one of those brush things to pick up all the uh, the asphalt. Street sweeper. Yeah, and even that wouldn't work because there's so many potholes and dirt that it's going to sit there all winter and become mud and everything else because they've torn up a lot of streets. And listen, I love infrastructure, but they put in a lot of new pipes in, in many streets in the city. But I thought we were building up because all the pipes. Remember you and I were supposed to no, build you, up? No, you can't build up with, with pipes. You can do that with wires and stuff. But anyway, the... Uh, so they've torn up a lot of streets, which, you're supposed, which you have to do to put in new pipes, gas pipe, and uh, water pipes. And unfortunately, they're not going to be able to pave those streets until next spring. It's an outrage, man. And so you see it. The streets are a mess. It's like driving through Afghanistan in a lot of streets in South Philly. But as long as they fix or doing something productive, I'm for it. If you're, as long as you're spending tax dollars to actually fix streets and fix pipes, but you know, finishing it off and maybe paving it, would be a nice touch before the winter comes. Yeah, right but now, the good thing, though, is the ice and snow, which eventually will come, and the water, it basically covers all the potholes so the street looks like it's smooth again. It's a facade, man. It's it all is a facade. facade. It's a facade. <laughs> Sometimes it's a very thin facade. And then well, you run into it's, you know, some trouble. people like it thin, some people like it thick. You know what I'm saying? I just like Guess which one I like. Which? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. The, um, Meanwhile, but we, but we did a... You know, speaking of the the, the election and, and voting and all that stuff, like I had my first, I cast my first vote. Yes, we a, took yeah. Luigi to the cast polls. My first yes, vote. We, we did his civic duty. Yep. Cast my first you vote. Got I got the Spanish version of I voted. Yeah. You did. I had and that. I had. It that. was really funny because the uh, the the pollsters were very confused when you asked for the Spanish sticker. They were like, "What? What? Why?" I wanted to give love <laughs> to my uh, Latin Latino friends out yes. there. So I said instead of I voted today, which is lame, I got the yo what. Yo votado hoy. Yeah, votado hoy. Yo votado hoy. Hoy. And oi, I had oi. that on. Hoy, hoy, hoy. And then these, uh, not a frittata. I would have voted for a frittata if it was available. Love and I love a frittata, love a frittata man. Oh, beautiful. With the Who asparagus. doesn't love a oh, frittata? You got to put a little blue cheese in there. Asparagus. This, right? You can even do, um, 
Uh, scallions. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to put the scallions in it. because that's, Speaking that's of that, we own. have a guest coming in who is a, a great chef who's right next door here at Moonshine. I found Florida. her when I went over to use the restaurant. I know. Yeah. I am so excited. Well, I haven't seen her in way too long. I know. We were supposed to go to her Halloween party, but it was raining and it was cold. I was and you, sick. And you know what's, what's happening is, um, you know that, that thing, about, uh, thing about high school girls? Yeah. Uh, they get older, but we stay there. No, what, no. What we is keep it? getting it's, older. It's, it's, it's and the, the thing I love about high same. school girls is right. I get older, they, they stay, stay the, the same, same age, It's man. kind of the same thing. We are staying the same, but she's getting more famous. Well, yeah. Yeah, she's getting more Well, I'm getting older, but I got a bump. she's not. I got a little bump. You got a little bump? I got a little bump. I got a bump up. I'm climbing a celebrity list. I'm, like, I'm, right, I'm in the queues now. I'm right around in the queues. You're not like the, the A list, the B no, list, not the C list. You're like I'm on the, the Q, Q list. list. Yeah. So you're right down there with Kathy <laughs> Griffin now the on the Q I, list, the right? Shit, I get, I don't want. <laughs> that's, that's the list I'm she on. She went from the D list. Although Q was my boy over there on Fox 29 yeah. in the Quincy. radio in the morning, Quincy Harris. But the Q. You see, your boy Craig was on there. I yeah, that called was, right. that was a, that was a the summer. replay. By the way. PMS, it's Frenchie, said, I could listen to Tony talk about food all day. Dude knows his stuff. That time of the month for uh, Frenchie, huh? Huh? It's PMS Frenchie. That's why I said oh, it's that time okay. of the month for Frenchie. No, I mean, I, you listen, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, uh, bon vivant. I'm a renaissance man. I'm not just a guy who talks on the radio. You know, we do construction. People have seen the construction that we do. We like to cook. We got our kitchen finally together. The sink works. Everything yeah, but works Robin now. Yeah, keeps doing the silverware, so you can't find a freaking fork or a knife. I went into, I went, first of all, I lost my car. I co- yeah, I, we'll have an update okay, on I got, that. We have an update about that. I got all turned around. I, lo- I lose my car, right, last night. So I go to find my car. I couldn't find my car. But this morning, I wake up. I go downstairs, and I go to I, I, I put a bagel in the toaster. I'm, I'm making my eggs, the whole thing. And I was like, let me grab a fork. There's no forks. I'm like... The hell's going on around here? I go. Look, I did I the like, same maybe thing. Maybe it's in the drawer below. Maybe it's me, but I know they're on this side of the kitchen. Nothing. Nope. Fourteen minutes. I'm in the kitchen. Where the flipper to forks? She moved into the left side. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you get Can a you new put kitchen. Put out a memo. Well, here's the thing: when you get a new kitchen and you know, you're used to not having any drawers in your kitchen or any cabinets, then you, you immediately start putting stuff in cabinets right away in drawers. And then you and then, you, and then Robin, like at, at ten o'clock at night, <laughs> decides to go up and say, you know. I don't like the drawer where I put the knives and forks in. I'm going to change it to another. So it's like there's too much, too, there's too many cabinets and drawers now. Well, That's and it what that. you got to because well, you 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 got to get the feel of the lay of yeah, the land. Exactly. And what makes sense? We have glasses, gl- actual real glasses that we have not used in almost three years. Finally, in cabinets. Yes. We're not using red solo cups and plastic and, and paper plates huge anymore. Huge news. We wait. This Lu- is breaking news. Luigi. <laughs> Surprised us with an amazing anniversary dinner. And by the way, don't I forget wanna... about that though, right? No, I didn't forget about it, and I don't forget about Dre first and foremost. No one's most importantly, Dre. never forget about Dre. So Robin and I celebrated our tenth anniversary on Monday. And Luigi surprised yes. us with a fantastic. He cooked yeah. everything from beginning to end. Got the one inch, uh, one inch New York strips, New York one inch strips. New York strips. He got the asparagus. Oh, it was the bread, baked potatoes. I was gone. I, I was not even in the house. I he know. Robin was at IKEA spending her normal four hours trying to buy more cabinets and stuff <laughs> for the drawers. And, and of course, I got ripped because I wasn't feeling well. And so Monday's our anniversary. And Luigi comes into the house with the steaks first as the anniversary dinner. And Robin gives me a card and a nice new uh, Nespresso coffee maker. And I don't have Jack for her. And then I become the heel. And Luigi luckily saved the day 
with the di- with the dinner because I would have just taken her over to Punk Burger. You know <laughs> I, what I mean? I, I was right there. I would have yeah. taken her. I get yeah. her a burger. You get her some uh, some French some uh, sweet potato no, French says fries. I love you like tots sa- for two, baby. You know exactly right. Get her some tater tots. And then I would have said, you know what? You know what I would have said at the end of the night? What would you have said, Tony? What do you say at the end of a 10th anniversary dinner? Uh, just play anything. It doesn't matter. But uh, my update, wait. You are a rude, terrible person. Exactly. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> but my update was for the first time since... I didn't want to do it that way. I didn't want no, to do it I that said that you can hit anything's appropriate in that situation. I, I'm sorry, man. How long have you been doing this? You know... Yeah, I give a rest. It's about Twitter. Exactly. Sorry, it doesn't matter what the sound effect is. It, it, everything fits in, on a show that has absolutely no context, like this, this one. fucking sucks. Yes, thank you. <laughs> for two years, we have been living off of paper plates, yep. and yes. we, we had a couple things. We had glass wine glasses made out of real glass. Yes. It was amazing. No, they were good. You know, see, some, you know, it doesn't take a lot to make some people happy. No, what I, I said, I, listen... You guys have been together for 10. Yep. I've been there for like 40% of the relationship. Exactly. You know what I mean? Working with you and everything. The like bad that. times and the, the good, good times, times and the bad times. Right. And so I'm like, you know, <laughs> let's do something nice. I could have taken you guys out, but no, let's do it at home. Family style. You know we what I'm went saying? to Acme and got some nice steaks. The inch thick, bro. You see those bad boys? They were, they were the, awesome, man. Nothing is more bro. romantic than your, your adopted son... And I bought your, you desserts, and I remember yes. exactly your favorite cake and your favorite he, cake. He bought two he little, in the little plastic containers, you know, that's, that's one slice of cake that they sell in supermarkets. Just, it was just for them two. That's it. He, he bought one good. for Robin and one for me. My, my, because mine is, my favorite is German chocolate. Yep. And, uh, well, you Tony, know the Germans always make good yeah, stuff. They do. Of course. They just can't so hang on to it. he done good. The boy done good. Right. Yes, he did. Luigi saved my anniversary. I want to give credit where credit is due. If Luigi didn't go to Acme... And buy the steaks and the asparagus. There I provided the nice wine. <laughs> I provided the nice French wine, though the Grenache. Uh, that was good. From the uh, Pouchot. Yeah, we don't open region. a lot of French uh, too often. Man. No, we, we don't. Just stick to the cabs and the zins around here. I, but every I, now went, and again. I went international. I got a little international flavor in the house. You went pit bull? I didn't go pit bull. No. Are you having a good time, by the way? I am. Anyway, it is a football Wednesday night. A lot of action in the NFL. We've got. Uh, by the way, this show was voted yesterday in multiple states to now be legal for recreational use. Oh. So a lot of people are deciding different uh, issues yesterday. The Tony Bruno Show has now been certified yeah. safe for recreational use, just like marijuana. I think Baltimore should be the only place where it's allowed. <laughs> recreational killing should be allowed. <laughs> no, I'm talking about weed. Now the weed thing is because, you know, that was my stupid mistake. Back in the 70s when they approved casino gambling, I had some friends who decided... I'm gonna Ralph Lawler, who was a sports guy here in Philadelphia for many years. Who the fuck is that guy? Ralph Lawler is like he does the he's the voice of the Clippers. He's been he moved. So what happened? We watched the Clippers. But anyway, he went to L.A. bought a sailboat in San Diego because he retired after deciding that he was gonna bank everything he had and buy resorts, international casino stock. In the oh, early good 70s, for you. when they first announced casino gambling was coming to Atlantic City, That's and Resorts was the first casino. It's an old building, it's still there. And he bought like $100,000 worth of resort stock. And then, of course, casino gambling came in, and boom, he made a million dollars. And then hopefully and he, he said, got out. <laughs> Philadelphia. And he took the money and he moved to San Diego and bought a sailboat and has lived there ever after. But then, you know, when you live in San Diego and you're sitting around, it's nice every day. He decided, you know, I'm too young to retire. So then he started doing play-by-play. He did the San Diego uh, 
Clippers, and then they moved to L.A. and the L.A. Clippers, and Ralph's a sportscasting legend. So, but now marijuana is the big thing. And all of a sudden, all these marijuana stocks are out there, and now people are going to get rich. And I'm thinking, everybody I know is a pothead. Everywhere I walk, you smell weed. I know. Right? Even what? tonight on our way down yeah, here. Yeah, even, even tonight. And again, it should be legal. Pot should well. be legal might forever. Well. Might it, exactly. should be, it should be legal. There should be rules just like drinking. Yep. Um, and I wish that they could figure out how to get rid of the smell. Like, could they do like an odorless marijuana? That would be, that would be good. If they but that's the thing that, that gets out. me is that, listen, I'm I a think former it like vanilla. You know what I mean? Oh, Something nice. Yeah, something nice. Yeah, you know, like, like, a, like a like fork a good... and rip pipe tobacco. Yes. Yes. You know, not pipe, like pipe tobacco. Cognac or vanilla smell would be yeah. amazing. Because there's some Maybe a little pumpkin of... spice for the basic bitches during <laughs> October. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I, I don't, I, I listen. I don't care if people smoke dope. I don't care if they smoke cigarettes. I'm a former smoker. And so I understand how hard it is to quit. It's tough. But anybody who smokes now has to go outside and freeze in the winter. You know, and, and listen, that's the way it works. You, you used to be able to smoke inside. You used to be able to smoke in airplanes. You doctor's offices. Do, doctor's offices in, in your workplace. I remember when I was on radio, and I was in a little booth in the 70s at WFIL. We had an ashtray in the booth. And the thing was closed. There was no air in it. And you smoke while you're doing a newscast. But the world's changed, you know. But then the airplanes, I love the, the sign where it was like, no smoking. The smoking was in the back. But then, of course, you're in that line of demarcation, the DMZ, where the person in front of you doesn't smoke, but the person who's sitting in the next row, which starts the smoking it still area, there's you. no way it's going to affect that. It's like an invisible wall there. My dad, we go to a restaurant, my, my mom and dad, my dad was a smoker, my mom wasn't. But when we went out to eat, my dad would always go non-smoking, right? So we go, yeah, can we sit in the non-smoking section, which is located right next to the smoking exactly. section, and there's nothing there but a little wall with a plant on it with, like a, you know, some sort of like a palm. Yes. And that's supposed to stop all smoke traffic exactly. getting through to you. But you, know, you, didn't have, you didn't have all these amazing ventilation systems like well, you do it, now. What was even worse was airplanes. Airplanes oh, yeah, I know. There's no doubt. On. I said that and first. They, they, and I can remember going I, with my dad, and, I mean, the entire airplane smells like exactly. smoke. You're telling me I can't play Candy Crush, but you can light up next to me on a freaking airplane? Come my on, favorite man. ventilation system story was when I was in Frankfurt, Germany at the airport. But that worked. Yeah, but I'm telling a story. So I'm, fl I'm in flying to Germany, and I'm in the Frankfurt, Germany airport. And I'm walking through to go to the next terminal, and they have these big machines right in the middle of the, of the, uh, the terminal walkways. And they're gigantic vents, and people are lined up on both sides. It's and like these a wishing are, they, well. They were like big air, but they would suck the air in. So people who didn't have to, they didn't make them leave the airport. Now you can't do it. But they would stop and smoke right in front of this gigantic long, it was like a 10-foot long, big... Like a well. It well, was like, like a, big, a wishing yeah. well, but yeah. it wasn't. There were fans. Yep. And people would smoke, and as soon as this, every little bit of smoke got sucked into this thing... <laughs> On both like sides. That. So it's like people standing at a urinal, except they weren't peeing, they were smoking, and, and, and the smoke would all get sucked in from both sides. If so that got, actually worked as opposed does. to having somebody smoke in a little room. You ever see these smoking rooms at airports where it's like one big cloud? There's like a window, and it's like a little room, and then everybody's in there, and it's like a cloud, and you can't even see through the window. Wow. But anyway, we have Patty. Patty Tyson Perks is checking in. Beautiful and she on said Facebook that, Live. Yep, on Facebook Live. Or is she We're on Periscope? On, she, no, she's on Facebook, and we also have a lot of stuff going on on Periscope as well. But Patty Tyson Perks says that um, her father smoked in a hospital room. Back oh in yeah, the 80s. people smoked in hospital rooms. Exactly. Can you believe that? I mean, like with all of the the oxygen tanks and everything, that's so dangerous. I remember when I came off an airplane when I was a young punk coming back from Indiana. 
And the first thing I did as I got off, as I opened the door, and this is before they had the, 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 uh, the, the ones that connected to the airport, the, the ramps, mm-hmm. you would actually go down the steps. Right. They would reel up the steps, and this is the 70s. So they would reel up the steps, and the first thing I did, like a dope, is as soon as I walked off the plane, I lit up a cigarette. With all those airplanes. And then I had everybody, like, the, I was waiting for machine guns to come out. Like, you know, there's all the jet yeah. fuel and stuff Hello. around. But anyway, my point is that now smoking has become verboten in most places. You can't right. smoke in restaurants. You can't smoke anywhere. And people have to go outside and smoke. Now even there are places where you could go outside and smoke. They won't allow you to smoke right in front of the place. There's like a designated zone, like 10 feet, 25 feet away from the and door honestly, of the place. I have no problem with that. And again... I don't have a problem with it either. <laughs> but here's the other thing. But now you can smoke marijuana anywhere, any place, and it, uh, nobody's offended. Nobody's I offended by the smell of skunk. A lot of cheap weed smells like skunk. It does. Yeah. It's awful. Like you're driving around, you're like, damn, there must be a dead skunk, skunk on the road. No, it's some sucker smoking weed. Which and brings, I got to smell that crap. Which brings Listen, us I don't back. mind a free high. There's nothing wrong with I used to get my best free highs at Dave Matthews concerts with my sons. Because my sons were big Dave Matthews fans. So they would always want to go to see Dave Matthews. I said, well, good. I don't have to drink. I could just get high just sitting there and listening to the music. Because everybody's smoking, and you get a contact high for free. Well, congratulations. You have that, smoked yourself retarded. I didn't even have to smoke to do that. <laughs> but anyway, way, weed. Weed, weed yeah. is the thing, man. Yep. I got to buy some weed stock. Here, and I heard that in South Philly, they're opening up the first um, dispensary? dispensary. And I'll open the first cookie shop right across the street. I know. People street. are, all these dopes are opening like shoe stores and uh, businesses that fail after three See months. See what happens? When you open up the weed shop, you're in luck. It's going to be a hell of a freaking thing. I'm going to yeah. open a weed shop. I'm going to do it. You got all these smoking, you know, you got these uh, cigar places that the are hookah nice. Hookah lounges. Hooker lounges. Hooker too. lounges, too. Those are separate. They're in yeah. the back room. Now, V.A. Booyah is checking Booyah! in on Periscope. He says, hey, Tony, I'm still chilling on Corova Beach with the wild horses. Oh, you know where that is. No, where is that? Is that That's down Chincoteague? North Carolina. That's not Chincoteague area. No, no, it's, it's south of Chincoteague. Okay. Chincoteague and Assateague, Virginia. But then there's horses down in North Carolina as well, you know. You know where else they have horses? Where? In New York, where Brandon's calling from, Long Island. Let's go to the phone. 619-924-9874. We're at Moonshine Philly. And we got some great updates tonight, too, including some football chatter. Dallas week. We're not going to bust any cowboy faces, but let's go to Brandon in New York. Brandon, what's going on, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Let me check. Beautiful, man. Um, Are you smoking tonight, by I, the way? I talk about... What? Are you smoking anything tonight? No, I don't smoke. Sorry. Uh, I'm just checking. Because we used to have listeners all the time that would call us on the National End of the Night Show, and they would actually be lighting up. They were doing bong hits, right? They were just bong, bong hits. hits. Yeah, we would have a guy actually do, because I thought he was goofing off. I thought he had a sound effect machine and playing bong hits. No, he was actually I actually had hits, him yeah. do live bong rips on the air. That's great radio. You don't get that anywhere else. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Um, <clears throat> I, want, I want to talk about the Jets. Um, you see, Sam Darnold may not play on Sunday now. I think that's what he's going to yeah, I, I heard about that. Uh, I mean... Of course, he didn't play much last weekend either. No, he didn't. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I mean, it's because the center was hurt. I mean, if the center wasn't hurt, then Sam Darnold wouldn't be hurt. 
Yeah, but Sam still threw four, four interceptions. The center wasn't helping with that either. No, I mean, it hurts when you lose offensive linemen. Look what happened to Washington last week. Oh, they were decimated. I mean, the Eagles lost a couple of linemen when they played against Jacksonville and London, and they were horrible, and then all of a sudden the backup guys played pretty well in the second half. But when you lose both tackles or you lose a center and you lose three guys in an offensive line, I don't care what team you are. You're not going to be in sync. And now people are ripping Sam Darnold now. They go, oh, look, see, he was great the first cut. This is what happens in the NFL. Teams figure out young players. They see them on tape, and especially in your own division. Those teams, the Jets and, I mean, Miami and Buffalo and, and New England, they all know each other. They all know. Everybody knows Buffalo can't score. But he's been the one. He has been the one rookie, the one rookie quarterback from this class. That's, he looks like he's regressing. He looks like he has, you know, but you, know, you see Baker Mayfield out there, and I mean, he, he's looking better and better each week. Yeah, even Sam, though they keep losing, but Sam, he is, has he's looked, g- Sam has looked a little bit worse. Now, I, again, I do understand injuries on the offensive line. Offense, he's, he's losing weapons left and right, but still, I mean, he's, he doesn't look the same as he did in weeks one and two. No, no doubt. And he's playing in New York, which is a much tougher market. No doubt. You know, I mean, if you, if you have a couple of bad, look what they're doing to Eli. I mean, Eli's doing it to himself because he's playing horribly. But he's got two Super Bowl rings, and, and fans are like, dude, plus they don't even have a legitimate backup with the, with the Giants. No. The Jets have one of them, McCallum. Which one of them? Josh McCallum. Is McCown. it Josh, Jake, Luke, uh, <laughs> Mary, Joseph, or... Uh, it's Josh McCallum. I know, Josh it's McCown. Josh McCallum. Who's over lie? He's a competent quarterback. Yeah, he's good. He had him ready to go to playoffs last year. I like Josh McCallum. I thought they should have stuck with him. Now, Brad, you're not th- you weren't thinking that the Jets were going to be a playoff team, did you? Well, I, I, I mean... Josh McCown's good, um, but it, you don't know. I mean, I, maybe, maybe the wild card spot. I mean, I still think that they can still be in a wild in a wild card spot. Yeah, but before the season started, what I'm saying, I think what Tony was uh, was was trying to say was before the season even started. Did you think the Jets, as constructed, were a playoff team, whether it be with Sam Darnold or Josh McCown at the helm? I don't think so. I don't think it's fair to think that a kid's going to come in and, no, no, you know, no. it's happened before, but I don't because think believe it or not, I did. I thought the Jets were going to be a playoff team. I, I thought they were right there last year, and I thought they'd be a little better going into this year. But when they hand it over to Sam Darn, when you hand yeah, it over I, to a rookie, yeah. then, then, then it's all bets are off because then you have no idea what's going to happen. I thought that they should have they should have stuck with McCown. They shouldn't have went with Darnold right away. I think they should have let McCown play. No, when you take a guy that high, you got to put him in the mix right away. Not you can't. You, yeah, you no, got to do. They did it in Arizona. I mean, they brought a Sam Bradford and all these other right, guys and in, they went, yeah, Bradford and then they sucks. finally have to go to the kid. Let the kids play. If you're going to take a guy in the top ten, and your team stinks like Arizona or like Buffalo, I mean, you know, Josh Allen in Buffalo looked like he was going to be okay, and then he got hurt. Right, but the thing is though, is that the Jets didn't stink. They were actually a good team last year. They were a team trending up. I know. That's, that's, the, that's where it just hurts. That's all. It's, it's, it's a little tough to... You know, don't worry about it, man. I mean, it's, it's not like he's done and he, he's a failure. He's only played a half a season. And that's what people... They, they're getting, I'm not worried so about imp- I'm, not, I'm talking to Brandon. He's okay. a Jet fan. Why do I care about Jet fans? Because <laughs> No, I, I hear what you're saying. A lot of people are doing this. Now you got... How about this game and some of these games this weekend? You talk about the uh, quarterback bowl. You got the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Did you see this, this, the line in this game? Luigi, there's a couple of really, really crazy lines. I have. I looked at them The all. Kansas City Chiefs, who have, of course, a, an MVP candidate and quarterback in Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, is not a rookie because he played last year. And then you got the kid from UCLA barking the signals. The other Josh kid. Josh Allen. Jo- no. Oh, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen from UCRA. Sorry. UCLA. And uh, 
Kansas City is a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. They are going to wipe the freaking floor with them. Over Arizona. It's the easiest pick the on the Kansas board. The Kansas City Chiefs, what's interesting to note here, and you know I love stats, the Kansas City Chiefs have not been a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. In fact, the, the biggest line they were was 14-and-a-half against New England back in 1992. Wow. They were a 14.5 favorite, and then that's back when the Patriots stunk. Right, 26 years ago. And the Kansas City Chiefs had some pretty good teams. They were 14.5. They have not been a 16.5 point favorite over anybody since they actually started recording point spreads in the 80s when they actually started posting them. And so Arizona, obviously, they have the uh, highest streak. This is the highest spread for a team coming off the bye week since 1990 when buys were instituted. So it looks on paper like the Chiefs should go, and they're playing at home at, at Arrowhead, and Arizona's terrible. But, you know, Josh Rosen, you saw him. He, he had a nice game. You saw, you saw one, uh, one of my favorite receiver in the National Football Larry League, Larry Fitzgerald. You saw how excited he was when he caught that touchdown pass. And he spiked the ball, which he never does. Well, so, I, think, I, mean, I think that was more like a frustration spike and, a, and, a, and also like a, a it's a... Uh, no, he was excited. He wanted us. He wants to see. He doesn't want to retire with a, with a losing team. He's one of the all time greats. He is, and he's and he's guy. not going to go anywhere else. He's not going to go to another team. He's, he's, he's an Arizona Cardinal, and and he's one of my favorite players of all time. Not just right now. He's a great guy, and I'm happy for him. And I think Josh Rosen has the potential, just like a lot of these young players. We don't. You can't give up on a guy. And they should have put Rosen in there immediately instead of bringing Over in Bradford? Sam Bradford and pay him another $10 million to do nothing. Well, he's home now. Well, he's got $130 million in the bank. Wouldn't you be home? I, I'm sure he would be. But, Brand, but again, but like I said, Brandon was just talking about the fact that he just, he's just talking about the overall uh, status of the Jets here. And with Darnold possibly not playing. This is, I, and now he just, he just checked off. And thanks for joining us, Brandon. But... With these rookie quarterbacks, I mean, you're right. I, I do say, like, let them play. Like, you should. If they're taken in the first round, they should play. I mean, the best way to learn is just it's baptism under fire, right? But what I'm saying is, is that the, the status quo does change because when you're a team that's on the, like, like a, a, a verge of a playoff team like the Jets were last year, right, and you have a starter in place already in McCown, once you draft that young rookie quarterback. No, you got to play him. No, no, you, you, know, you, you got to play him, but your expectations have to go out the window now. At exactly, that point, you can't. Exactly. You Anybody can't, who thinks right. that a rookie, it, it has happened. But it doesn't mean it's going to happen every single time. No, absolutely not. You just got to be happy you may have your guy. I mean, Jesus Baker Mayfield's had the Cleveland Browns in so many games this year. I mean, they could easily have five wins by now. Exactly. But what are they supposed to do, quit? No. I mean, they stink. But he's going to go out there and try to get better every week. Same thing with Josh McCown. Not Josh McCown. With Josh Rosen Rosen, in Arizona. Josh Allen. And Sam Darnold and Josh Allen. Hopefully, Apparently, he's being healthy. We don't know if he's going to play. I can't believe that, man. After that injury, too. I thought thought for sure they were just going to shut it down. Ooh, the Bills? The Bills are going to shut it down with him. Yeah. Now, Josh Allen is questionable. The Jets don't have Sam Darnold. And what's interesting to note here, the Jets opened up as nine-and-a-half-point favorites, and now they're down to seven. So, obviously, money going in on the Buffalo Bills. I picked the Bills <laughs> last week getting ten, and they got their, blow, their doors blown off. But last, anyway. When's the last time you said that? Money coming in on the Bills? <laughs> there is. That's why the point spread goes I'm down. I'm just saying, when's the last time you heard because that? Because people are suckers. They think, well, Buffalo's defense isn't that bad, so they should keep this game close. No, and I, then they I, get their asses handed. I, I, I do. I, personally speaking, I would take Buffalo with the points in that game. I, I I'm not touching Buffalo. I, I, I'm not either, but I would just, if you had to, I if would. The, if a Buffalo Bills Mafia fan threw a dildo right into the into moonshine here on the floor, 
I wouldn't pick it up, nor would I take them. That Bill's Mafia is a joke. Did you see the dildo stuff? That was fun. I saw yes, that. It we was. talked about we it last week. We talked about it last week. Right. Now, we, um, we do have a question regarding Miss Robin, we'll be throwing away dildos this Christmas again, I think. <laughs> right. Disposable dildos. I, I think I've thrown all, all the ones that we had I know. away. I, we didn't throw them away. We gave well, we them gave away. We gave them away. Those are the gift that keeps on coming, Clark. Uh, yep. Exactly. <laughs> so to speak. Um, we do have a, uh, a <laughs> question here from Rugs in the House on Periscope. Is Arians going to be the next Browns coach? You know, it's interesting. Bruce Arians now is on television right after he retired. <laughs> and so one week it's Bruce Arians is going to coach the Cleveland Browns. And then I heard another team today that he may be interested in. You know, you know what the other team is? Who? The Miami Dolphins, I heard today, if they make a decision. So that's Brock what Osweiler happens. Starting again. What's that? Brock Osweiler at the helm again this I week. I know, but what's interesting is, you know, Bruce Arians was a great coach. And obviously, the, the Arizona situation pretty much crashed and burned, and he was burned out, and he retired. Now he's in the broadcast booth, so people hear him every week. Mm-hmm. And what happens when your team needs a new coach? Well, who's available out there? John Gruden's off the board, and in Oakland, they uh, maybe regret that he's off the board. No, 31, 31 <laughs> other NFL teams are saying, thank God he's off the board. Because <laughs> how, how many years was John? Oh, John Gruden, we can get him out. He was out for 10, got hired for 10. They want him out of there tomorrow. <laughs> Well, not really, but... Come on, man. He stinks. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business here. Now, we do. We have another phone call. We do? Um, yes, this is a blast from the past Tony Bruno, a friend of a longtime friend, Chris Losey. The great Chris, Chris Losey. Chris, what the hell's going on, the man? Great. Why weren't you here uh, last week for a big the Halloween show? Cuz, how are you? Beautiful, man. Are you beautiful? Uh, not really, but... <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, hey, listen, so I got involved with Jack here, and uh, we're going to put him on our show on Friday night. We're doing high school football down the shore. Beautiful. So Jack got a job. So what game are you doing this weekend? We have Delcy hosting Woodrow Wilson, second-round playoff game. Playoffs? Don't talk about Playoffs. <laughs> so said Jim Moore. How have you been? <laughs> you look great, by the way. No, I look like an old man. I'm aging faster than no, Barack you Obama. Have you seen President Obama? With the, I mean, his hair's all gray. I'm all gray. That's what happens, man. Yeah, but he lost his voice. You, you are. I think I've only known you once to lose your voice, and that was yeah, thank um, God. Super Bowl. No, I've been lucky. I mean, I, I, because I had bronchitis. Yeah. And we were in Minnesota, and it was like 50 <laughs> below every day. But that was the, uh, it was the first time I've known you to ever lose your voice. Well, I was screaming at Luigi most of the time. That, that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Chris, of course, you know, he does play-by-play. You are a rude, terrible person. Yes, thank you. We found a new drop today, and it's going to be in heavy rotation. Yes, it will. (laughs) What's the number on that uh, Delcy-Woodrow Wilson game, by the way? Four! Who's favorite? I know they beat him 56 to 14, though, earlier in the season. Oh, then, so, uh, what's uh, the, so, so the over is going to be like revenge. 70. It'll be like watching you know, the NFL now when these good teams get together that have great offenses and no defenses, like that Sunday night game. Yeah. It was like 35 points in the, in the, in the first quarter in that game. You're talking about that Saints game, the yeah. Saints-Rams game? Absolutely. That turned out like 80-something. Wasn't it 80-something points in yeah, that game? Yeah, it was high score. Man. It was nuts. Yeah. Meanwhile. Yeah. Meanwhile. Now, so is it true what they say high. about the high school right. girls down there, Chris? Is it true what they say? What? Is it true what they say about them right. high school girls? I don't know, Tony. I'm ready to turn 50. Can you believe it? I yeah, but you know what happens? 
you get older, they stay the same yeah. age, man. Just ask uh, Bob Menendez, <laughs> the re-elected uh, congressman in New Jersey. That disgusts me more than anything else. But uh, hey, uh, no, I know we were going to talk about politics. I don't want to talk about politics, but... But I am disgusted. When the, when, the, when the newspapers have to say, really, hold your nose, Yeah. but go ahead and vote no, for him anyway. Said, that was a, the endorsement the that he got. The headline was, choke it down. Choke it down and vote for Bob Menendez, even though he's the scum of the earth. It's New Jersey. Just because we he's a make Democrat. Sure like, no, we get this I don't guy care back what politics, what side you're on. If you're a bad guy, you're a bad guy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Not, that was me on. not, Robin. It doesn't matter in New Jersey. It doesn't matter. No, I've been here 20 years. I'm ready to come home. Get out of New Jersey now, man. Get I remember when Brendan Byrne used to say, New Jersey and you, perfect together. Boy, I miss those days. Tom Kane. Was it Tom Kane that said that? That's right. It was Tom Kane yes. who they named the Meadowlands um, Arena after. Remember? They named it. No, it was Brendan Byrne Arena. They named the, where they, where the, right. uh, in the New Jersey Meadowlands, the old building, before they built it. They called Brendan it Burns. Brendan Byrne Arena. And then, yeah. of course, when some uh, big corporate bank or somebody wanted to throw millions of dollars at him, yeah, the hell with you, uh, the hell with you, Brendan Byrne. No one will remember you anyway. They, did this, they do the same thing with all these. All these arenas and stadiums, like in San Diego, it was Jack Murphy Stadium, named after a, a famous sports writer. And it's like, hey, uh, Jack Murphy, nobody cares. You're, you're dead. You've been gone a while. Nobody remembers you. Same thing with uh, <laughs> JFK Stadium in Philadelphia. Well, they tore that down. It used, no. to be, it used to be Municipal Stadium, according to Frank Rizzo. Municipal. No, he would call Muni it Municipal. Municipal. Municipal Stadium. <laughs> now, people are asking, Tony, if the hair... Oh, this is Shoe Connection. Shoe Connection is asking, is that gray or white hair on your chin? That's white now. Yeah, it it's is white. white. That doesn't make me a white nationalist, by the way. I don't want anybody getting worried. It's just white hair. Yes. Anything white now, you got to be it careful. It makes you Santa. It makes you Santa it's my Santa. I said it's my Santa starter kit. Yeah. I'm a white hey, male. I'm, I'm de Don Lemon doesn't want me around. If he sees me in here tonight, who knows? He may have me arrested. All right, Chris, you got to come up here some night, man. I will listen. Listen, real quick. Dad says hello. He wants to know if you need the car fixed again. No, my car, thankfully, <laughs> is a... Uh, it's a, it's a 2015. You have a literal dumpster fire. Yeah, my, it's a 2015, and I'm because I bought the car, and I'm paying like on a 17-year loan, so I can get my payment down to $500 a month. I'm paying, my, I'm paying twice Tony. as much for my car as I did for my house, my first house in Mayfair. That's a bad job out of you, He retired three years ago. Hey, he yes. retired three years ago, but he says hi. Well, bring him down. We will. We will. We'll be down there. And listen, I'll, I'll make sure Jack behaves himself Friday. Jack never behaves What's himself. What's he doing? What's Jack He's doing? coming down for us to do some high school football. What, he, what is he doing He's going to spot. He's going to be the spotter. Luigi, he's going to be a spotter. Like, is that like a, is that like a fluffer? Like, what do you do? No, Jack? he's the guy that sits next to you and then tells you who made the tackle and points to the... Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. You want Jack to be a spotter. This is a position where it entails that you have to pay attention? Because you were caught. He didn't even have... You had you on hold for about six minutes before you even picked up the phone. No, that I was the one that picked up the phone. No, he did. I don't know, Jack. Hi, Robin. I miss you, dear. I think Aww, you're. I think you're in you. for a bad, bad, bad surprise. Ja here, Jack. Jack's a no. Jack's a man of all trades. Jack's a PI. He's kind of like he's good at. Yeah, paying but he's attention a PI who falls asleep behind the wheel, though. He's used to having binoculars on but people. What are I mean, you, you know, that's what about? he does. But listen, 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 listen. 
if he poops the bed, I can ask for my money back, which is zero. So exactly. don't worry Oh, beautiful. There you go. Wait, okay. wait, wait, How wait, can wait, you wait. complain about having somebody who's willing to work for free? And I, you do it all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> and Luigi, what are you talking about? You already kind of touched on this before. This is coming from the man who lost his car today. Yeah. I did lose. Yeah, my Chris, car. we're gonna go. I didn't lose it because I found it. Wait a minute, we got to do this up. My car. Chris, hang on, in, man. In my, defense, it's a, in my defense, Goodbye, it's a small all. car. It's a small car. All right, while we're fighting, Chris, good Back, to talk Chris. to you, man. Hopefully, we'll see you soon, man. Give us an update on Jack. Going down to Atlantic City, baby. Delcy Drive. So, yeah. So, so Luigi calls me all in a panic today. I couldn't find my damn car. And he's like, Robin, Robin, I've been walking up and down Passion Avenue. I know I, I can't find my car. I can't find my... I'm like, what are you talking he about? He thought it got towed, right? Yeah. So I'm hearing... You may have gotten towed. And I said, don't get me involved with the damn PPA anymore. I knew I parked the car on Pass Young Ave. The problem is I parked it on the other side of Pass Young Ave. I was walking down the, the other side of Pass Young Ave. And I got all turned around. It was, I got home late, but I got all turned around. So It only goes one way. No, it doesn't. The street I, goes one way. Right, but, I, but you can walk down it either way. And how hard is it to find your car? Because only- I made a left and I should have made a right. I hate to do it to you, man. I'll do yeah. it to myself. This is... About being observant. Yeah. That was Listen, I've lost time. my car. It's a daily occurrence with that man. I've lost my car in big parking lots and malls and you stuff. You can't even find your own earpieces. Like Seinfeld. Yeah. I lose my car, but I don't lose my car. This is a rock on the kettle black here, all right? I've had my I only lose my car when it gets towed. That's when I lose it. It was a mistake. When the damn PPA, those Nazis. You want to talk about Nazis? By the way, they're the real Nazis, <laughs> all right? Want to know how I found it? Want to know how I found it? Because I seen that that bright, beautiful white ticket just glistening off the windshield, brother. I was like, but you deserve, you earned it, right? I did earn it. Okay, luckily you weren't tough. I earned that ticket. I don't. I pay my tickets when I earn them. When I don't earn them, I still have to pay them because there's no justice. And we're talking about no justice. No justice, no peace, Tony. You're damn right. Well, it I'm was too tired to riot though, so I don't have to worry about I, that anymore. I came. I came out of the house, and there was a PPA uh, agent. D- officer right there and so I went up to him and I said hey my friend is on the phone and he's lost his car and uh, he was parked on Pash Young and he said well is he on the boot list Yeah, I'm like we're very familiar with that boot list um, but no I don't think he's on the boot well, list he gets, he gets on the phone with me he goes he's like hey man were you on the boot list I'm like no, and underneath my, like, I'm just mumbling. I just, I just saw my car. It's right in front of my face. I'm like, uh, I, I, I think I found it. <laughs> like, shit. He's on the booty call list, so that's really more that's, important that's than That's the most else. important list you want to be on, Damn Tony. right. <laughs> Speaking Me. of lists, we've had a list of long-time call- listeners that have been calling in. we got another one right now. We do? Apollo Ferreira calling in, man. He's always checking in. Oh, he's one of in. our favorites. Exactly. So let's go to him now. Bring him in here, man. What's going on, man? Hey, Tony. How are you, man? Great to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I just, just calling in. Really, I don't have much to throw in, but I just wanted to say, hey, man, I've been listening to you forever, at least for me. Started listening during the Andrew Siciliano days and just became a raving fan, man. I just, I don't know what it is. I connect with the way you think. Everything you say is funny to me, dude, and You've gotten me through some low points, man. I got to tell you, well, Luigi, you, you're man. a riot too. You're a raving so, fan. I've become anyways, a raving lunatic. So that's what happens as, they, as you go through <laughs> politics. And on my show every week too. No, he's a great, he's a great, yeah, friend, man, and a great like, listener. What does this become? I'm a walking like? soundboard. I drop, I use your sound drops all the time. I just drop them at work. I'm an auto mechanic. I'm a technician. So. You know, we're in a noisy shop, and everything is just a wisecrack and a ball. Now, you have a machine, and, like, when you're you know, underneath then, the car, and you got it jacked up, and you're checking the undercarriage, or maybe doing a brake job or a muffler. 
Yeah, you should have a machine there, you know. And when you say, "Hey, I need another," uh, you know, I need how many more uh, lug nuts do I need? You get four. Four. You hit. How many? Uh, what else? You know. Four. It's constant. <laughs> Constant, Tony. You have no thing. idea, man. I'm a walking soundboard. Dude. You know what's Everybody good about that? Knows it. They break my balls. They just, I don't, I don't know. I'm not embarrassed about it at all. You I just, shouldn't I be, man. You know it. why? Because when you do those kinds of things, like say dumb things and make sounds and everything's funny, that means you're not preoccupied with all the other bullshit that's going on in the world that people seem overly <laughs> concerned about. My favorite job of all time is something, I, yeah. and I say this in real life, and it's always when someone goes on this like long, like, dissertation of words and they just go on and 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 finally I'm just like I hear you exactly <laughs> like, that's it that's it just say, just say that and walk away that's it oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's all the time you have no idea it's, it, it's to want to tell you that it's a vafangul it's I mean it, it spills over into the guys I work with I have guys that use your drops that don't even listen to your show because they get them from me it's a cult so, it's like it's, it's like pathetic. people accuse me of being a Trump cultist I'm not a cult of anything except fun Fun. I don't care about any politician. I don't. I don't. I've told you a million times. I've never donated one dime or one second to promote any political party or any politician, except when I was like a ten-year-old yeah. kid and I was going to St. Rita's and JFK was running for president. And 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 what happens is, you know, they, they, you grow up in a democratic city like Philadelphia is, where the mayor's been Democrats since '52, and everybody got behind. There was like. Kennedy, Kennedy, rah, rah, rah. No, it was Nixon, Nixon, he's a bum. Kennedy, Kennedy, rah, rah, rah. That's what we used to chant. It doesn't even rhyme. No, it doesn't have to. It's politics. But we were little kids standing on Broad Street. when. Remember when the president used to come down in the the open car before people worried about anybody shooting him? And he used to come, and when when JFK would come to town when I was a little kid, because my dad and JFK died like months apart. Wow. So imagine that trauma in my lifetime. My dad dies, and then JFK yeah. gets assassinated. And I remember seeing JFK come up Broad Street when he was in Philadelphia, and everybody would sit there and say, "Wow, there's the president of the United States." Now, if the president of the United States comes in a in a in a in an armored vehicle, people are trying to find a way to kill him. And they block everything off. Yeah, exactly. No, it was like a parade when the president came to town. It was like the the, the Eagles parade, except without drunks and people peeing on the sidewalks. Now, here's a question, I don't, Paul. I don't know if you have any children. Do you have kids? For me, yeah, I have three. I do. Oh, I have oh, three. No. I got yeah. a junior in college. I got a sophomore in high school, and I got a sixth grader. Now the question is, are are they learning any of these drops? Because we constantly are hearing people <laughs> with kids, and there's it's absolutely hysterical. These like four, five, all the way up to sixteen year olds are now giving us back our drops. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they know them. They know them. They hear them. You know, they're not. They're That's not good the, parenting, the right there, man. I am, but I, they, they they have to overhear it because I always have it on. Whenever I can, I have it on. It's you it's know, good parenting. You know, That's what I tried to do. To it again the next day. Well, thank you. You know, I've tried to do this my entire life because I have three kids. They're all grown adults now. But it's always about good parenting. I've said this about Cowboy fans for my entire career in Philadelphia. <laughs> that if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan and you grew up in Philadelphia, you were born here, came out of the womb here and you became a Dallas Cowboy fan, I don't blame the fan. I blame the parents. It's bad parenting. And that's been one of my sticks for a long time also. Right, Louise? You know bad parenting. Yeah, I, I know if, him when if, I'm looking if, at if it. You, if, you're, if your parents don't teach you right, then something will go astray at one point or another during your life. And so everybody just follows my parenting yeah. advice. Your turkey tips. My turkey tips, which we are playing again every year. It's a tradition, unlike any other. <laughs> It's like the Rose Bowl used to be. Yes. Or the Skins game. Yeah, 
which is now on paper. Tony, you got to play that old. Uh, you got to get the old Cowboys drop. They used to drop the, the Jimmy Johnson scream in the original one from the Fox days. Yeah, I know. I got to find Cowboys. It. I just never got old. We never have that in old. the system somewhere. I still scream that all the time. Every time the Cowboys lose, the first thing I think of. How about? And I'm a Patriots fan. I I live in Western Massachusetts. How is uh? No, I'm not gonna ask about Massachusetts. <laughs> well, I appreciate, it, man. You know, you saw you saw what happened the other night. The Patriots are still the team to beat in the AFC, and the Green Bay Packers. As much as I love the Packers and their fans, you can stick a fork in the Packers, man. They're not done yet. They're not yeah. done, <laughs> but they're, they're almost done. Yeah. They're, they're, especially starting, with the Bears. We're starting to open the oven. We're starting to check the temperature. Yep. We can pretty much stick a fork. You got the probe out? I do. I, the probe's always out, man. Well, I'm, still, I'm still spry, buddy. I'm, I'm still spry. Well, it is anal probe night uh, coming up. Is it really? Up. Phillies have announced. <laughs> we have breaking Phillies. Wait, wait. They've announced next year that if they don't get any big-name free agent, they will have a special anal probe night at the ballpark. Did you hear that Bryce Harper turned down $400 yes, million? Dollars? Ten years no, $300 million. Oh, it turned out $300 million. Okay. 10-year, $300 million offer from the Nationals. At the end of the season, Brian Harper reportedly Harper. turned that down. Yeah. Because he said he wants to go play for a winner. Exactly right. He wants to go play for a winner. So if the Astros call and offer like 30 bucks, he'll take it? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's even willing to play first well, base. You, you know who his agent is. Yeah, Scott Boyle. You want Bryce Harper? Andrea wants Bryce Harper. I want him here, too. You don't want Manny Machado? Screw Machado. I don't want Machado. I want Bryce Harper here, brother. I just want winners. That's I don't want, I want Trout. I want Bryce Harper. You don't want Mike Trout? No, I don't want Because by the time you can get Mike Trout, I don't want Mike Trout. He's going to be 30 years old. What the hell do I want with 30-year-old Mike He's Trout? He's one of the best players in baseball. Not when we have a chance to get him. And he wants to play here. Let's, I don't care let's if he wants to play Let's say goodbye to Paulo really quick. All right, I'm so tired of fighting. Exactly right. Um, I want to fight. I'll go home and yell at Robin. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it, man. Hey, it Great, great talking to you. I'll keep listening as long as you're on, man. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. All right, Paul. Well, I'd love to meet you someday, Tony. You got to come down, man. Well, I'm going to have to come up to Massachusetts. I need to come back up to, like, Truro yeah. Beach in the summer. I want to I wanna. It's like go. a five-hour drive, man. That's I'd right. be there. You want no, to wherever go. you want to meet up there, to Cape. We'll go to a Tim Hortons. We can just meet for coffee, man. I've never been to Boston. I know. I, I got to take Rob. Rob has never been to Boston. I've been to Foxborough. I've been to Gillette Stadium. I've been to Foxborough. I was there. I want to go for a lobster, lobster bowl. Lobster. Yeah. I love lobster. Or what, what do they do when they go? There's yeah. like a certain, uh, the running of the, there's a certain type of fish that goes run, like up in the Boston area. The grunion? The grunion. I want to the go John for John grunions, grunions, yeah. I want to go for a grunion run. Believable. I don't know what the hell that is. All right, Paul. Thank, thank, thank you so much for Take calling. Take care, man. Take it easy, buddy. Let's give him a Thanks, roaring guys. round of love applause. You. Love you too, man. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. You know why I want Mike Trout here? Because then if I ever want some duck, I know where I can get it fresh. These guys go out. You see the picture of Carson Wentz and Mike Trout duck hunting yes. the, during the bye week? There was like 10 guys. It wasn't like two guys killed 25 ducks. And they eat them. They're not out there just slaughtering animals. These are, these, are, these are country boys. Mike Trout's from Millville, New Jersey. Have you been to Millville? Jason Nemroff says... Marlins tickets are cheaper than parking. <laughs> Did you know what I noticed? I think I think that photograph of, of them, I do believe that Carson Wentz was wearing the watch that we gave him. Yes, he did was. You, did you see that? Yes, Carson Wentz was wearing that our... Joy Joy thingy? The Joy Joy, Joy watch. It was the camo Joy Joy watch. Yeah. I, I attribute our Joy Joy watch that we gave to Carson Wentz at the Super Bowl two years ago, not this year, 
but when he before the Eagles were in a couple of years ago, the camel watch. Yep. And I attribute the successful hunt with Mike Trout and all of his buddies in North Carolina and in North Dakota for that successful hunt. Because those ducks, they see that uh, they see a watch. You know, you got one of those stupid Apple watches on. I don't give a crap what your what any of your vitals uh, are. No. The ducks will see that. They'll see that stupid flashing watch, and then you won't catch crap. What do they use? They use decoys. They flush them out and they shoot them. It's not murder. It's not murder if they don't know any better. No, but I mean, Besides, these people eat the ducks. Ducks, ducks have love very, duck. very small brains. I don't like duck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like duck. I love duck. Oh, that's yummy. I love duck. I'm a big duck guy. I'm a like pheasant under glass guy myself. You're a pheasant under glass guy? Reuni- like Reuniti on ice Reuni- and pheasant under glass. Reuniti on ice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before, um, we have a few more minutes before we go to break, but I want to tell everybody. And we have our Sky Energy uh, we have so action many- tonight. We have um, doubled our viewership live in the last couple of weeks because... Because the the election's over? Well, that too. (laughs) Periscope, uh, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Twitch. And the two most interactive, obviously, are Periscope and Facebook Live. And the only reason that we are able to come at you live on all those different platforms is because of... Jim Acosta? (laughs) No, definitely not. Switchboard Live. Yes, if you have anything, anything at all that you want to get out there, Switchboard Live is truly the only, the easiest, and the best way. Not to get since it. Al Gore invented the internet has something been as important as Switchboard Live. Because without it, first of all, without Al Gore, we wouldn't have solved co- climate change or global warming. But, I, I but wish... then we have the, he invented the internet, and now since the internet's been around for a while, What's the most important thing we need? Video distribution. Correct. And we take our feeds from our cameras here, and we send it to one site, to Switchboard Live. That was an actual question. You can actually... It was a real question. What do you think I'm doing here? And you can do it from... I I believe now you can even do it from your phone. I do it from my computer, but you should... I wish you could see the screenshot of... Are we getting a lot of little uh, kisses and uh, hearts? Yeah, we're also getting some angry faces, too, what, though. What, angry faces? That's usually when I speak, though. Oh, well, that, that's, that's understandable. I wish people could see how easy it is that they've made it, because I you don't send a stream. To... You are yeah. a rude, terrible person. Thank you. I, I already knew that. I wish that people could see it. It is so easy. Check it out. Use the code word Bruno when right. you sign up, and you'll Switchboard get a discount. Switchboard dot live. So you send the video stream one stream to them, and they'll send it out everywhere. And there's and so boom. many different applications. And you're it's not using just, all that bandwidth. It's not just if you're doing a radio show like we're doing. It's if you have a. If you're business, doing a live so sex show, for yeah. example, you're at yes, the Kardashians. Absolutely. And Ray J comes over again. I'm sure. That they and you want to stream out some live Red stuff. Tube or something. Yeah, too. exactly. But they, I, I believe that they have over 30 different places that you can stream to. It's, it's awesome. Check them out, Switchboard Live. And they won't cross the streams either, which is the most important thing to worry most about. Most important. Meanwhile, we'll have a Florida Man update tonight, yes. which is pretty much a daily occurrence. But this week, the, the update is, ladies and gentlemen, a man in Florida tried to save us all from yep. a potential bad guy. Really? Yep. Yes. Yes. He did something that so that another was, bad guy may not do something. It was uh, it was a gift to all of us. So, wait, are we allowed to make fun of this? Because I don't want to, like, take... You're not going to make fun of it. This no, is a this tease. Is like serious stuff? This is a tease. Well, it was pretty serious for one of it's them. It's a legitimate story. Sure. <laughs> Plus, I'll have a double election update. Double, double election update? Not well, one, not two. Well, no, two. Because and it's not about the regular bullshit that people. Well, if we're in Chinatown, you have a double erection update. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, yeah, 
But should I, I'm going to do the double election update right now, though. And then we'll before, take more wait, calls. Before we go to the break? Yeah, it's not even 8 o'clock yet. It's Okay. And then after it's we come back, Sorry. I also will have a... I got something in the mail today that I really... That, that, that it's, it's interesting, to say the least. It, really, it is. That's what we do here. Did my stuff from Under Armour arrive yet? I don't know. That would what do I look like? That would be the mail that I'm waiting for. That's what, I'm just asking. Look, yeah. Stuff comes to your house. I'm just asking. I'm waiting for my toits. <sighs> but anyway, let me do this election update. Do we have any election music? I'll get you some. Give me something that would go with this. First of all, What's an election, election erection update from last night. You know, you've heard all the jokes, dead people vote in the elections. They keep. Not only do dead people vote now, ladies and gentlemen, dead people actually win elections. We have a... Not a dead dog dedication from Casey Kasem, but our good friend, Dennis Hoff, the owner of the Bunny Ranch in Las Vegas, who has been on this show, yep. has invited Luigi out there. That's right. I have a free gift card. Which he is still expired. has. <laughs> it's, expa- well, it's just, it's just appreciating. It's all it is. At this time, it's probably down for a good tongue. No, it goes up in value. No, he's not calling in tonight. But if he were alive, he's- he would be celebrating because... Despite the fact that he died almost a month ago, Dennis Hoff, who was running for a new uh, Nevada's Assembly District seat, won his race last night. Oh, did he really? Yes, he, yes, did. he did. Yes, he did. His opponent was really a stiff, though, so I bet that's it. Dennis Hoff, ladies and gentlemen, dead, but still will be representing the people of Nevada. Which he's been doing for a while anyway. He won. And I think he proved one thing true. Because you know what the myth is? Pimping ain't easy. I was going to say that. No. Pimping is easy. Exactly. You could, you could be a pimp, die, and still get elected into office. And if that's not bad enough, I got another Olympic update. Olympic. Another election update. Just when you thought that was weird. Now i got to find it on here. It's, it's extremely weird. This one's even weirder. Because in the state of... Where was this? i got to find the story, though. It's on your Chrome. Open my dad, Chrome. my Chrome dome? <sighs> Not your Chrome dome, on your Chrome on your tablet. Right there. I'm looking for it. There, there it is. is. We have a man who won re-election while sitting in a jail cell last night. I'm not making this up. Well, this in Austin, been, Texas. New Jersey should have been in no, jail No, not Bob cell. Menendez. He should have been in jail, but he... And one of the jurors, by the way, who was responsible in the hung jury, yeah. was at his victory party well, last yeah. night. That's not a conflict of interest. Bob Menendez, who, who, should have, who could have gone, I don't want to say should have, because he, he found that... No, the, he, he should have. A they hung had... jury kept him from going to jail. And so the, one of the women jurors who was on the jury that couldn't decide whether he was guilty shows up at his victory party when he gets reelected in New Jersey. Just keep on coming. Damn right. <laughs> So now let's go to Austin, Texas, shall we? Wait, are we going to Austin, Texas already? No, this is the second update. Oh, there's so, multiple. There's multiple like levels of this thing. No, this, the first story was Pay that Dennis Luigi. Hoff is dead and he won his election. Which now is awesome. we got a man, uh, an actual uh, man in jail in Austin, Texas, and he was celebrating a re-election bid as well. Pod two of the Montgomery County Jail in Austin, Texas, was the scene of a big celebration last night. They were popping Henny. They were popping uh, pills. They were popping Bennies. They were popping contraband shit that was brought in in a cake. Even the cake that they brought in for celebration had, like, files in it and shit. (laughs) So he claims victory. The man, his name is Representative Ron Reynolds, Democrat from Missouri City, was able to cheer on his supporters outside. 
He was unopposed in the race for District 27, and the latest vote total show Reynolds garnered 47,305 votes while sitting in a jail cell, and he's been serving a year-long sentence after a 2015 conviction on five misdemeanor counts of using a middleman to chase ambulances in order to solicit clients for Reynolds' law firm. So he was legitimately an ambulance chaser. I wonder if he was working for Michael Avenatti, the porn lawyer. <laughs> so it, after the conviction, a judge handed down the sentence to, to the sitting lawmaker, but he spent the last three years appealing, and his law license was suspended in May of 2016. So he's sitting in jail, he runs unopposed, and wins while sitting in the slammer last night. So you got a dead guy winning, and, and you got a guy in jail who wins. That's incredible. That, that's why America is the greatest place on earth. You got a guy behind yeah. bars and a guy under, underground, yeah. and they won. So anybody wants to be a politician, the bar's pretty low right now. So you're trying to so you're tell me there's a chance, right? <laughs> chance. I can do this. Yes. Can, I probably, can I be like an alderman or something? You I can do something, right? You got a brain dead mayor in Philadelphia. I, I mean, got, anybody can win. I go listen. down. Listen, I go down to, to freaking to, to Dominicos, right, and go see Michael. Oh, yeah. I mean, looking like the freaking president of the United States. Look the part. You can win. Exactly. Look the part. You, you don't can even win. have to look the part. I mean, the bar is so low at this point. Oh, gee, anybody, thanks, Robin. Anybody. Anybody wants to get into in politics. Here's what you need to do. Find somebody willing to give you $70 million whether you win or lose, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then celebrate after you lose, pretending that you win. That's the way, that's the, yep. way the world works now. If somebody gives you money, their money, you go out and tell everybody how swell you are. Okay. Then you run for political office, you get your ass handed to you, and then you celebrate as, as if, if you won. won. It's a, it's a good gig. This is, I got to make these new rules. I got to write a book on, new you know, rules. I, I, I was always talking about the unwritten rules of baseball. You know, well, that's an unwritten rule of baseball. You're not supposed to do that. It's unwritten rule. Yeah, it should be unwritten rule of politics and winning and things like Un, that. There are no, there, every rule now has changed. The rules are all different, not just in politics, everywhere. What used to be good is now bad. What used to be bad is now good. Have you noticed that? I have. You can't be politically, politically incorrect anymore. Not political. You can't say anything anymore without getting in trouble, someone wanting to ruin your life, because people are humorless. People are humorless anymore. Yep. Even comedians can't be funny anymore. It's unbelievable what's happening. We saw the this preview world. for the new Adam Carolla and uh, what's his name, Pran uh, Larry you. Prander. Prander. No, uh, I don't remember his first anyway, name. He's a they, talk show host, a right wing talk show host. Movie out that looks fantastic. It talks just about that. How social media and the PC world has made it so that it's 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 everybody's looking Everybody. to bury somebody for saying something or doing something. That's what happens. We live in a world where. If somebody catches you doing something or they think you're saying something that's wrong, they'll bury you if they want to. They will, and they won't yeah. stop. And then they'll, get their, their, then they'll get their minions to try to bury you. Yep. I'm, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, that's how it works. Just I'm just going to keep, keep my keep, mouth shut because it's going to be bad if, I start, yeah. if yeah. I start opening up. And I'm not talking about me. I mean, I, well, the dumb no, things that true. I've done, I, I paid my consequences. It used to, yeah. I paid the consequence mm -hmm. for my stupid you tweet know, in 2011. Actually, there's a, there, this is a really good example, actually. Right now, um, there was a bill passed in, I believe it was Florida. I'm not p positive. But it's so that... Get some facts and come back and see there's several different states that have this out that um, is the right for a um, somebody that served time in jail 
that they can vote when they get out. Yeah, and I, I don't have a problem with and that. And I think that that's fantastic. I don't, they I don't should have be a problem able to, with that. Because it, but it's while they're in jail. They should not be able to vote, nor should they be able to win an election. <laughs> they should not. I mean, those are, like, if you're in jail. If you were if you're convicted of a crime, and I said this about Michael Vick when people were going crazy, and we were on the air in L.A., the night Michael Vick was signed by yep. the Eagles, and we were doing in a remote oh, yeah. at the Pump Foundation. So every major athlete, Michael Jordan, mm. I mean, Magic everybody. Johnson, everybody was there. So we were the first and only show in America to get pretty much every big name in the world of sports to come and sit down on our show, whether it was Warren Moon, football players, basketball players. Everybody was there, and they were the first to react. And I said it then, and I'll stay by it, even though people still want Michael Vick to basically be thrown off the face of the earth because of what he did. He did his time. Yep. He did the crime. He did the time. And then Jeffrey Lurie determined that because he was released from jail after serving his sentence, that he was going to be willing to give him a chance. And he took the heat that came with that. But you know what? That's what America's about. You do a crime and you go to jail and you come out, you shouldn't lose all your rights. And you shouldn't, like, and so when that filters down, if you have done something, if you said something wrong, you should be able to apologize for it, make up for it somehow, but you should not lose your livelihood. You should not lose your friends. You should not lose That's what everybody. people want. They I want mean, blood. They, they, they just want, want your blood. Yes, and it's disgusting. It's really they sad. They just want to burn everything down and just leave it all in, in, in ashes without even understanding what the problems were or just, just understand that it wasn't even that big of a deal. People are way too super, superficial because they don't know like the whole I said, story. You, you, you know how they always say, like, forget about getting, you know, you should, you should pray for the people that hurt you, right? Yeah. I pray that that never happens to them. I pray that no one ever looks at them the way they look at you whenever they want to do something bad to you. I pray that they never have to go under that kind of scrutiny or that kind of just absolute ambush by the public eye. Wait a minute, horrible. I have breaking news. I have breaking, I have breaking news. This is legit breaking news, by the way. The White House, this is not a, a comedy. Watch routine. what you say now. I'm giving you facts. Watch what you say. You've the White House, the to, no, this is real. This is legit news. The White House has suspended CNN's Jim Acosta's hard pass after his antics during his today's press conference. Now, he was supposed to do it. Let me, let me repeat. Let me give you the story. He was supposed to do a live hit in front of the White House at 8 p.m. on CNN. But because of what, that doesn't mean he's, gonna be, he's not going to be allowed to ever go in there again. I think that they said they saw the backlash. They saw that a lot of legitimate media people were defending this. And again, he has a right to ask the president questions. He's got a credential. But what he does is not, is not and this isn't a, a thing about Trump, this is about journalism. And it offends me. That's, I, I attack people in the media all the time. Uh, people in the media attack me. But it's about doing the wrong thing. What Jim Acosta did, in, in no way, shape, or form, was journalism. No. He asked a question, which is his right. But, but he, then he started the lecture, right. the president of the United States, and I don't care who the president of a, is. Of a and he was getting into a, then the problem with Jim Acosta is that there are so many people who hate Donald Trump, and you can hate him all you want. I don't care if you hate him or love him. You can hate him, but he has become another one of these resistance heroes, whether it was Stormy Daniels who was going to take Trump down, or whether it was uh, uh, Michael Avenatti was going to take him down. And then this person's going to take him down. And then, you know what? And they can do this till the cows come home. And they always come home, believe it or not. But the problem is, what Jim Acosta did, for anybody who's ever went, been to a journalism class, anybody who's been a reporter, and I started, and I got people, when I point this stuff out, who come after me. He's like, what right do you have? I'm right to be offended because I, I was a reporter. I started in this business as a news reporter, not as a sportscaster. My first job was news. 
I had journal, I was a political science major, journalism. I studied journalism. I covered election nights. I covered fires. I covered real stories. And the reason I switched to sports is because back in those days, AM radio stations start eliminating news departments. So they didn't have a need for 24-hour news staff. And so I saw that, and that was my, my, and I also did sports, but I also saw that as the opportunity for me to transition from hard news to sports back when sports was just starting to make a dent as far as a national phenomenon as far as sports talk radio. And that's when I left full-time journalism, and then I was doing news and sports, and then I became full-time sports in 1980. And from that moment on, I've been doing sports. But the people who come at me on Twitter, the same people who, who love to hear celebrity opinions about everything, and I'm not a celebrity. I'm just another person like anybody else on Twitter. I don't look down on anybody. I don't talk down to people. The difference is that you have a journalism background. Exactly. So for people who come at me because I dare criticize Jim Acosta, Jim Acosta is an embarrassment and a joke. If he wants to be an activist and if he wants to be a pundit and go on TV and say all the bad things and call Trump names, he can go ahead and do it. I don't care. Don Lemon does it. All these people, Fox News, Hannity's a, you know, as an apologist for the right wing. Those people are pundits. They're not journalists. Now, Sean just, Hannity is not a journalist. He's a, he's a talking head pundit who's right wing. Yes. But Don Lemon is not a journalist either. But he wants to convince you that he's a journalist. And Jim Acosta is not a journalist. Jim Acosta is an activist pretending to be a journalist. And so if he doesn't like the president, that's fine. But don't then get off your beat, put somebody else in there whose job it is to ask questions of anybody in government. But the problem is... Because he's, because he's so antagonistic, he has made him, he wants to be the story now. Meanwhile, did you see that room today? There's like 100 people in there. They're all there to do one job, ask a question that they want answered. They don't want to see, and I guarantee you, if you ask the legitimate media people who saw that and don't have any kind of agenda and are just merely journalists, they will say that what Jim Acosta is doing is grandstanding and embarrassing. He's, he's not a hero to those people. The only people he's a hero to are the people who agree with him and want him to take, the Trump, take President Trump down as a hack reporter. How's he going to take the president down because he's a hard ass and he's, he goes after him and yells at him and then whacks a woman's arm when she tries to take the, an intern who's trying to take the mic away because he was going on and on and on and wouldn't stop? I mean, that's just that, that's decorum. And I, I hear you that Trump's a bad guy and he's, he's not cool and he says stupid things. He's the president of the United States. I'm not saying he should do whatever he wants, but I'm saying, but to suggest that Jim Acosta was just doing his job today means that you have zero knowledge of journalism or what it takes to be a reporter. That's not being a reporter. That's being a, he's basically the same as those people you saw at the Kavanaugh hearing in the back of the room screaming and having to be forcibly removed. He's lucky he wasn't forcibly removed from there. I agree. He wouldn't stop I talking. Th I thought he should have been removed. And if I was one of these people who said, you know what, he, and I jokingly put, oh, he should be held, he should be charged with assault. Of course I would never say that because nobody gets charged with assault. Although people have been charged with assault for far less than what he did to an intern today. Now, so I do don't play those games. I don't play that. He should be fired and thrown away. He should never have a job again. I'm not, I don't call for people being fired. Now, because we don't want to continue this conversation after we come from break. That's, I'm, have, I'm done. I just wanted no, to make we, that we clear. We have one caller who would like to make a comment about uh, Acosta. Okay, go ahead. And I don't have any agendas against uh, Jim Acosta. I don't, I don't even know. So him. we have John from Richmond on before we go to break real quick. And I only brought it up because he was banned tonight from the White House uh, uh, 
CNN hit that he was going to do from the lawn at 8 o'clock. Hello there, John. What's going on, man? Good day, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Is there anything sweeter than that man being tossed out? The only thing Jim Costa... He wasn't tossed out. Jim they Costa, just said you're not going to you know be able... It. It's not that they tossed him out. Let me clear up. They said that they, they did not have him go on, because to go onto the White House lawn and do these reports that you see on all these networks, there's just a reporter standing there on the, on the North Lawn with the White House behind them, standing on a piece of cardboard with a, la with a light and a camera there. And all the reporters do it. All the White House press corps has access. And so tonight, when he was going scheduled to go there at 8 p.m., they sent him a little message. I guarantee you they're not going to revoke. They're not going to have the FBI investigate him, have his family investigated, or uh, try to get him put into a, a, a prison cell somewhere. You've got to send him a little message. Jim, you want to be a reporter? Come here, report, and ask questions like the rest of the media, but you're not going to be the story anymore. I know you want to be a hero to the resist movement. That's not how it works in a democracy or in a republic. Go ahead, John. Sorry. Yeah, I believe they pulled his credentials for a bit. Well, I mean, we'll see. I'm sure it'll be reinstated after some time. You know, I, I just, I, you know, what would be curious to me is, is the other reporters in that room. Like you asked them their opinion of him. I wonder if it's, they're more in line with what you're saying or they're, they're pro Jim Acosta. I, I, I guarantee you. The majority I, of them are sick of it. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, the guy from NBC next to him that, that stuck up for him, he's another guy that, uh, you know, is, is not a reporter, claiming to be a reporter. And that's what bothers me. No, nah, no, they're not reporters. Listen, I, you know, yeah. I've been around 11 presidents. There are a lot of them I disagree with, and obviously we didn't have social media back then. But the whole thing about the media pretending to be some sort of watchdog because they hate the president is, is nonsense. Report. When something's wrong, report it. But the daily nonsense that goes on is, is shameful. It's shameful in this day and age of legitimate journalism, where there's so many good reporters out there, for so many of them now to decide, you know, this uh, covering the news thing doesn't get it anymore. I'll get more publicity, and I'll become a celebrity and go on the talk shows at night if I can become a pain in the ass and some perceived hero or some sort of beacon that's going to be able to bring down the president of the United States. That's the kind of stuff that's just silly. It's disgusting, my friend. It's not disgusting. Hey, uh, it's just I got silly. Time for college basketball, bit. We got college we, basketball we action. Costa. I got college basketball questions. Do we have any college basketball yep. music, Luigi? Uh, I have some in here somewhere. I got to get ready for. But some real quick, shooting. because we actually need to go to break well, here. He's got okay. a question, so let him ask. So here it is, right here. I got it. Here it is. Well, I, I just, I, you know, I'm big to this. We've actually got a decent. Goodness. We've actually got a decent team this year. You're I'm Richmond Spiders. You've been paying attention to it yet. What's that? You said you're Richmond Spiders you're talking about. No, no, sir. No, I went to University of Tennessee. He's well, you said you were from Richmond. With, with my well, man he's from Terry Richmond, Bob, but he's a Tennessee Vol. That's yeah. what he is. I, Wait, Tennessee has something I good in any sport this year? <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> hey, buddy, no, college, our, our football team is dead. Oh, our I program's know. dead and done. Uh, done. I, I don't. I don't see it coming back. Not unless Nick Saban croaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have him jump Georgia. That's Florida, the honest truth, though. Saban needs to croak. You, well, we don't I want mean, him to that's croak. That's the only way we come back. I don't think Tennessee's been relevant I, football since Peerless don't. Price was catching. I think football. Johnny Majors yeah. was the last coach they had. No, you know when Tennessee? I was there for that first BCS championship game in Arizona when T. Martin we and your Tennessee yeah, volunteers, Martin, yeah. Mike Golick, and I were on the field. 
at the old, uh, what's the stadium in Arizona that they used to play the uh, Super Bowl in? Uh, and, uh, Bob? No, Arizona State's Field. Tempe. Oh, Tempe. Tempe Diablo yeah. Stadium. Yeah. It was in Tempe. Tempe Diablo Tempe Stadium, wasn't it? where Arizona State still plays. And that's where, they, that's where the BCS National Championship game, the first one in 1997, and you know who it was on the field, you know who was down there, T. Martin and your Tennessee Volunteers against, you know who? Who? You remember? John? Florida State. Florida State Seminoles. You know Florida who the quarterback State, was? was? Chris Wenke? Yeah. No, Charlie Ward. Charlie uh, Ward? Chris Wenke was hurt. No, that's right. no, it was Marcus Alpson was the QB. Wenke that's was right. hurt. Wasn't, wasn't, like uh, wasn't Charlie Ward on that team? No, Charlie oh. Ward was like 90, 91, Yeah, Charlie 92. Ward was way, 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 way over I remember T. Martin, point. though, because I remember seeing all the Tennessee fans, and it was a great night. It was, it was a fun game to watch, especially being on the sideline for that game, the very first ever BCS National Championship game. I still have a, a bag from that game. Is that the Tostito Bowl? That's the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Yes. And I have an actual rolling bag ball. from that game on the front. That's got to be worth something. The gym bag? No, no, it's no, one no, of those rolling briefcases. Case. It's probably worth, what up, 20 Buck bucks, 50. 30 bucks. No, it's not. That's, <laughs> a, that's, that's worth a million. In Tennessee right now, what's a sign <laughs> buy? I can buy, buy a house. I can buy acreage down there with the, for that. <laughs> acreage. 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 You buy at least 100 acres with that acreage. rolling bag. I thought that was a college football team. I could bring that down to the Jim Beam factory. In Tennessee, aren't they? In, uh, no, who's in <laughs> Tennessee? Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels is down I was just down at the store. So is Jim Beam. Aren't they down there, too? I don't know. I don't think I'd, Jim Beam. Maybe Evan Williams, too. Is Evan, Evan Williams, Williams down is down there? Or are they somewhere else? You know Evan Williams. All the good wasn't he? Wasn't he a forward for the yeah, Sixers? Good friend no, that's, a, that's, a, that's another guy. We graduated together. <laughs> 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 hey, Tony, those people that are all upset about the Ducks, can you ask them a question for me? Are they there? They were crying about the Ducks. The yeah, Oregon still, Ducks or the Ducks no, that were shot by uh, Carson Wentz? No, the shot. Ducks. The Ducks that were shot by Mike Trout. Yeah, they're can, still here. Can you ask them if... Those still, Ducks have made some really nice uh, Chinina. What's, okay. what's, what's the question? Be, the question is, if Dolphins are so smart, how come they keep getting stuck in the nets? Good night. No, I see that's... That's not their fault. They they're swimming fast and, they're fr- and they they're don't see smart. it. Yeah, they can't see it. It's like people driving and texting. Why do they run into other cars? Because they're so stupid. Because they're not paying attention and they don't well, see it. Well, that's not the problem with, with No, dolphins, dolphins don't see the net. Because they're the nets are, um, the nets are vir- virtually un- uh, invisible yeah. to them. And they're going so fast. Exactly. It's like Luigi when he drives. Yep. He never sees anything. Nope. I'm flying blind, okay. baby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a break, though. We're going to take a break so that everybody, including you out there, can go get a quick potty break, get a snack, get a drink, come back here, meet us in five minutes. I got We're not pee. going anywhere. The, the, you're gonna, the feed's going to continue on going, but you're going to just listen to some fantastic... It's got a good beat. You can dance yeah. to it. I'll give it a 65. <laughs> you can't. But uh, we'll be back in five. In a world of one wrestling podcast there is a new shining star with great interviews analysis music and and me matt coon on total engagement go to any podcast platform to listen today